her daughter had come out and mm-hmm. she was wanting to help, you know, making sure that she shows up as the best mom and ally because initially she was struggling with how to balance religion and, and her daughter's sexuality. Hello, hello, blissful parents out there. Michelle Abraham, your host here. And I am delighted to bring you a really special guest today. I've got Annie Henderson with us. Hi, Annie. How are you doing? I'm so good, Michelle. Thanks for having me here. Awesome. You're so welcome. We're glad you're here. And Blissful Parents, let me tell you a little bit more about Annie. So Annie is a certified professional life coach who specializes as a coming out coach for the LGBTQIA community. I always mess that one up. (laughs) And helps people pleasers that avoid conflict, over apologize and struggle to say no, start living authentically and find the peace they have been missing. And he was also an elementary school counselor in another, in another career. So I love that we have your expertise with us, Annie today. And Annie is also the host of the uh, coming out loved and supported podcast. So um, I just love what you're up to Annie and love if you could just start, you know, how did you get into what you're up to today? Yeah. uh, So I got into it by (laughs) this constant journey. And initially, as as you mentioned, uh, I work with people pleasers and that's because I was one for decades and um, just always trying to, to find happiness for myself. Um, I got on a path of you know, getting, getting married, um, getting a career, building a house, having a kid, and just trying to check all those boxes that weren't quite fulfilling me. Like I had thought that they would. Um, so I, I got my master's in, um, elementary education and then school counseling and then, um, professional counseling. And I was at LPC for a while. And then, uh, Then I decided to step away from all of that (laughs) and kind of go on my own kind of journey and walk about. And it was, it was kind of interesting because, you know, it was scary to myself in a sense, right? It's a lot of risk-taking. My partner, who's a financial advisor, was also like, oh, I don't know if that's the best decision, but still very supportive. And then of course my um, my family that are more of the nine to five traditional, you have to have retirement and insurance and all that. were just kind of freaking out mentally and just, you know, concerned about me, not, not trying to be mean, but just worried and, mm-hmm. um, came into, uh, being a coach. And at first I was a coach for overwhelmed moms. That's where I was thinking. Cause I was like, no, I have the education background. I have my own kiddo that we're rocking and rolling. This is who I'm going to help. And um, it wasn't until on my first podcast uh, that was called um, Happy Mama Village uh, with with my co-host that my co-host interviewed me um, last year during during COVID when the pride parades were um, shut down. And she asked me, um, you know, to tell my coming out story. And at first I was like, uh, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do that. And I did in uh, almost immediately, I had some people reaching out to me. And of course, a lot of people don't feel like they have someone to talk to 
about those areas. So it wasn't like a comment or a review. It was a, you know, in the DMs where it's nice and private. And um, one of them I ended up working with and her, her daughter had come out and she was wanting to help you know, making sure that she shows up as the best mom and ally, because initially she was struggling with how to balance religion and, and her daughter's sexuality. And anyway, Mm -hmm. so we got through all of that. She's amazing now. And so happy on the other side, her family is beautiful and growing. Um, So that just was so inspiring. So I was like, okay, this is where I need to be. This is where I can make the, the most impact. Right. Yeah. I love that making the most impact. And, you know, I think there's definitely a need for support for parents to know like how to support their kids in the best way they can. I mean, I remember um, in high school, I, I my, my one of my close friends in high school, he didn't come out until he was in his thirties because he was so afraid yes. of what his parents would say and what they would think. And, you know, they, he came out and they love him. Like, he's just him. Like they don't care. But he, was, he just like worked it up so much in his mind that it was causing him so much other stress and anxiety. So mm-hmm. um, what are some tips that you have for parents who maybe suspect that their kids, you know, want to come out, but are, you know, just not. And how do we navigate that conversation as parents? Yeah, that's such a great question because <laughs> I've, I've worked with some, some younger clients that haven't come out yet. And there's sometimes there's this understanding of parents like, oh, I have to let them, you know, come out. <laughs> and then sometimes the kids are like, just tell me that, you know, <laughs> so there's this, <laughs> so it can be an awkward moment. Yeah. Everyone knows it's the elephant in the room, but nobody is saying anything. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> so sometimes, sometimes it is simply, you know, if you continue to have those conversations, right. And it's not like there's a stall out where you don't have, you don't actually talk to your kids and have that connection for a year. And then suddenly you're trying to have this deep conversation, right? (laughs) Having this great relationship that you continue to check in and have those, you know, those dinners as a family to where you're around each other, you know, if something's off, you know, if they're feeling anxious or depressed or something's going on. Um, And, you know, if it's an uncomfortable place for you, And maybe you have your own work to do, knowing that that's not about them. (laughs) That's about Mm -hmm. you and some work that you need to do. And there's, there's people out like, I, I would love to help you. There's other places. If it's in terms of maybe some religious trauma, or maybe you're confused that way. My pastor and I opened up a Facebook group um, for LGBT and allies. Mm -hmm. So you can go and you can hear maybe a different perspective because you might be in this bubble that maybe hasn't evolved, that hasn't stretched and looked into a different understanding of what that can look like. And it can be a scary place. Um, you feel very alone. If you don't have, know anybody that's in a similar situation, you can kind of keep it all quiet. And, you know, with Brene Brown talking about shame, shame isn't a good thing, especially if we keep it in the dark. Um, so asking questions, doing that research and doing your own work that way, when you, you know, are talking to your kid about it or saying, you know, you can come to them and honestly say, I love you. Mm -hmm. I love you with anything you're going to tell me. And then seeing, seeing what they say from there. And, you know, if they're still testing the waters with you, because maybe 
maybe they don't trust you yet, or maybe it's just Mm -hmm. scary and new, then just being patient about it. And maybe talking about the subject in like a third person, right? right? Talk about, oh, they they talked about this on the news or Mm -hmm. watching some shows where there's some good representation, where you can have these conversations where in a safe way, they can see how you feel about the topic without it being directly about them. So it's a little bit safer. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. I like that where it's, you know, you're commenting on something on TV or in the news or to someone else, you know, like how great they found love. That's amazing. You know, something like that would be probably really helpful for Mm -hmm. them to hear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. That's a great, that's a great tip. Um, I know it must be um, challenging for parents. I think that, you know, if, if there, there's that stalling in that communication, if they're, you know, or if they haven't had, if they've had a little bit of a rough communication in the past um, to kind of um, mend that communication first before navigating, um, you know, more serious conversations probably would be helpful. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. And knowing, yeah, I always, I, I love talking to my clients about knowing, you know, your own love language and knowing your kid's love language and mm-hmm. being able to use that kind of stuff. This might not be the right time for it, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway, yes, just in case yes. there's any misunderstanding. If you are a religious family and you, I'm going to say this and you might not have ever heard it before, or I just want to put this and plant the seed that <laughs> your kid's not going to go to hell. (laughs) Okay. And you know, if I'm the first person to tell you that, um, I'm glad I'm the first person and that's, that's fine. And if you need to talk about that more with some, with some pastors, um, I have handfuls that can talk to you and help walk you through that process and really get to know it. And it is a little journey, but just had to make sure that that was clear. Obviously that's something that's come up quite a bit, quite a bit for you. That's interesting. Um, and is that, you know, is it something like more demographically or a certain kind of religion that seems to come up more? Is it well, so I'm down variety. (laughs) So the South, right? That's a a big, a big thing. But you know what? I talked to someone recently. It was actually um someone that was 17 and they reached Mm -hmm. out and they're from the north. And Mm -hmm. you know, just maybe some misunderstanding of my part. I'm always like, the north has it together. (laughs) But you know, based on how you were raised or the church you're going to, Mm -hmm. um that they were currently going to a church that, you know, if you come out, then they're gonna ask you not to come back. Which is yeah, which is you know, when you have a great church, sometimes you forget that what else is out there. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, yeah. When you're yeah. surrounded by like such positive, like influences and, and also able to express yourself, however, wherever you go, then to then hear of other people that can, is just kind of mind blowing in this. Right. right. <laughs> and even if, you know, even if that's a huge leap for you where, you know, I've been taught this my whole life, this is the only truth I know. And this doesn't like it's hurting my brain. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. being able to know that that's something that you need to go through and be mm-hmm. still being able to show up for your kids and still being yeah. able to support them. Otherwise they're going to go and get support somewhere else, right? Mm-hmm. You're now going to be the enemy, the person that's not supportive. And then there's going to be other maybe family or friends, or maybe, you know, the LGBTQIA rate of suicide is super high and self-harm and that's not what you want. So making sure that 
you as well have someone to talk to. It's not a, I'm going to send my kid to therapy and they'll be fixed and come back like training a dog. It's my kid might need someone to talk to. I also obviously need someone to talk to and that's okay. Yeah. Do most like uh, high schools nowadays, I'm not in the, my kids are still elementary school age, so I'm not sure, but in most high schools now, is there some support in the school system as well for kids that are coming out? Just depends. Just mm-hmm. depends. Um, there's actually a, you know, and it depends on, on the teachers. I think there was a local um, where I am, North Texas, but an even smaller town that started like a little club like an after school club. So you could have support. Um, so I think it, it is becoming something that's more available, but it, I would not say it's everywhere. Definitely not. Hmm. Well, one day maybe we're getting there. It's baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And so, um, for our parents that are thinking, or maybe some of them might be freaking out inside, where do they look for support? So it's, if they don't have friends that are going through similar situations, um, what would be the best route for them? Yeah. So I, um, in terms of Facebook, even if you're not, some people are like, I'm not on Facebook. Well, (laughs) it's okay to get on for (laughs) specific reasons. Use a fake name, do whatever you want. You don't have to interact with people, but hop into a group. There's Facebook groups for everything. There's amazing Facebook groups for LGBTQIA moms or families Mm -hmm. um, so that you have that support because a lot of times, you know, it is vulnerable Mm -hmm. to be able to share, you know, if you, a lot of people will go and share with their pastor, but if their pastor has um, differing views, right. If they're a little behind, (laughs) I'm not not trying to be (laughs) trying to word this correctly. Um, That that might, that's not going to be the support that you need. Sometimes it is like our pastors are amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, but a Facebook group, right. You'll find people that are in all stages. So some will have, you know, they might suspect their kiddos, some, their kids have already come out. Some they're three years down the road where they started off being like separated from their kids. And now they've come to a point of, oh my gosh, I had this resource. So in terms of sharing resources, just supporting each other, having a place to celebrate, Mm -hmm. right? Because maybe, you know, my kid has their first um, relationship and it's not something that you feel like you can share yet on your Facebook page, but you have unity that's rally around you and supports and answers questions that might be hard to um, get answered. Mm, that's great. Yeah. It's great to hear that there's support out there for parents as oh, yeah. well, mm-hmm. especially when it's like, you know, maybe it's not something they've ever been exposed to or not, not something that, you know, they're around. They don't really know how to act or <laughs> how, to, how to navigate those waters. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. and, and I will say this, make sure it's a, a good group, right? Mm-hmm. Just like anything, there's mm-hmm. good people and bad people and on all areas if you get into a group and maybe it's very judgmental or there's some stuff where you're getting some vibes and it's not just I'm resistant and I'm sensitive and I'm taking everything Mm -hmm. personally, but you're like, Oh, I don't like, I don't like this. Um, then know that there's others out there. So you can be like, Ooh, I don't like the feel of this one. I'm going to join another one. Right. Right. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's a good that's a good point. No matter what kind of group you're joining, just make sure you vibe you vibe with them. So yeah. you you have this amazing podcast coming out loved and supported. And um, are there any great episodes in there that you suggest parents go and listen to uh, to just support them on their way? Yeah, even so- kids even. Even, even probably one, some for the kids, some for the parents, some for both. <laughs> you know what? I did have someone uh, write me once and was like, can you make an episode for youth? And I was like, sure. And I, so I, I had like a special one. I don't know what number it is. Um, in number one, the first one, I just share a little bit of my own journey, mm-hmm. um, which the, that mom that I mentioned earlier, who had reached out to me, mm-hmm. she had said that my story helped give her hope because I was on the other side of this and I'm successful. I have a thriving family and all of that stuff. So if you're needing that glimpse of hope, (laughs) then (laughs) you can listen to number one. Um, Number eight is actually the one where I interviewed one of my own pastors, pastor Abby Eccles. And so she talks about, you know, I ask her like, what, you know, what do you advice do you have for allies? What do you advice do you have for someone that's, you know, scared that they're going to go to hell? All those kind of questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's in there. Um, I've interviewed a few pastors now. So hearing their different versions. Um, and then I have some people that are allies on there and they mm-hmm. show support through um, maybe their business, right? If you're looking for a wedding venue or mm-hmm. stuff like that. So just a, a nice mixture of people. And some stuff is just good coaching stuff that we all need. That's awesome. So great. I love it. Yeah, that's great. So make sure you guys check out his podcast coming out loved and supported. I just love the name of it too, because I think that's something that our, you know, as parents, I'm sure we, we fear that our kids aren't feeling loved and supported. And as kids, I'm sure they need to feel that love and support from parents, but maybe are feeling a little apprehensive and, or maybe not getting that because they're not sure, you know, that's just such an, uh, you know, one of those things that they're, they're the things that they're going through that they can't communicate, or maybe they don't have a relationship. So I love the love and supported parks. That's such a huge, huge part of it. And I think if anything I've heard you really say today is that really that love and support and that connection between you and your kids, you know, is going to go such a long way from, for the communication that's going to be able to unfold between you and the, and for them just knowing that they're supported and loved no matter what is so important. It is, it is. And yeah. And just reach out, get some help um, and know that it, it can be, it doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't have to be (laughs) know, uh, the worst year of your life, (laughs) it can be, how can we all grow stronger together through this process? Mm -hmm, Definitely. I've been able to see so many families, uh, go through like such a great experience, like for everyone, everyone's happy in relationships. There's grandbabies. There's like, you know, I think for some parents, that's like the fear, what, I'm not going to have grandkids now. Or like, you know, that's not, that's uh-huh. not necessarily that the is. case, right? Like, you know, so I think that's interesting that, you know, it's not life doesn't unfold how we always imagine it to. And like, like you said, going through all the motions and checking the boxes and doing all the shoulds like that. American dream. I as well, like went through that American dream, didn't feel fulfilled, you know, with the house and the car, the education, the husband. And then it was like, then what, right. You gotta be, you know, and so you don't want your kids going through that either feeling unfulfilled with what 
you know, the, the should, what they should be doing. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. nice to know that they can create, you know, we can support them in creating their own path and their own and being fulfilled themselves. Any suggestions for like how to, um, you know, a re- for parents to really help support their kids in, in navigating their own path or creating their own dreams without having to follow that, you know, what society's told us all along. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I can offer up a resource, that's good, good for all, but especially for parents to start with, and it's a Mm -hmm. short book. Um, it's called the four agreements by Mm -hmm. Don Miguel Ruiz. That's why I have all of my clients start with, Mm -hmm. right. And it'll really kind of put you, it'll help you do a self-check before, Mm -hmm helping your kid to make sure, you know, you're not both on shaky ground. You want to be on solid ground Mm -hmm. before you can really help your kiddo. So, you know, it talks about um, not taking things personally, not making assumptions, all things that can kind of come natural and how we're kind of raised. Mm -hmm. So grab, grab that book and really soak it in. Don't rush through it, right? It's not another check. I read it, but read a chapter, let it sink in for a day or two before going to the next one and, and see how that, how, how you can apply it in your life, because that can hold so many people back, just the assumptions. And it's, they're going to be the ones that, you know, it sounds easy and simple, but they're not necessarily common practice. Mm, yeah, that's great. I love that. I have read that book several years ago, but I, and now as a parent, I feel like I should go back and read that. I think or it's, great. yes, yeah. <laughs> it's you could use every year because right. Yeah. We're new people. We've had new yeah. experiences. So even if you've read it before, give it another go and just see, um, because what hit you a couple of years ago, it'll be a little different this time. Yeah, it was so inspiring when I was, um, you know, backpacking through Europe as a teenager. So, you know, now now it's all another chapter of life. So, yeah, that's a great idea. And I heard you mention the um, love languages earlier, too. So I think that is also maybe another book that parents can go back and listen to. And actually, it's funny that you mentioned it with as as a parenting tool, because I was like, oh, yeah, wait, I've read that book, but like more like looking at it from like my husband and I are love languages. But knowing your kids love language, that's like super, that's, oh, yeah. uh, super good too. Right. Um, so yeah. my family, we definitely know all know each other's. Um, I know my daughter is quality time and physical touch, but the interesting mm-hmm. thing is she's not necessarily physical touch with everybody. So mm-hmm. like mom, she likes to snuggle. She looks so if, especially as the kiddos get older, maybe asking them like, Oh, it says you're, you're this, is that, is that what you like? Cause they might be like, nah, like, I don't want that from you. Asking what that looks like and how it can vary. But there's, um, if you go online, um, there's a quiz. So if you're like, you know, I don't want to read the book again, or maybe I want to take the quiz and then read the book to supplement it. Um, there's a couple's version, a singles version, and I think maybe a teens or or kids version, and there might be an age range, but even if you don't, by the time you've go, go through it, you can kind of start guessing at your, maybe your younger children. Um, but so many great insights in that book too. That's awesome. I love it. And oh my gosh, I'm now drawing a blank on who, um, on who wrote that one. Um, I'm, I'm blanking out too right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm going to look it up right now as we're talking because it's going to bug me that I don't, that I don't have it. It is Dr. Gary Chapman, of course. Dr. Gary Chapman. Yes. Discover your love (laughs) language. So yeah, that's a really great, really great one. And actually this first time that resource has been brought up on the Blissful Parenting podcast. Yeah. That's a really unique way of, uh, I think it's a great way of getting to know your kids and having those conversations and being able to meet their needs in a way that's not, uh, that, you know, might not be like what we're thinking, uh, you know, first off. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. And there's, yeah, there's so many different ways that that can look and, and little hacks. So yeah, if you ever have questions about that, feel free to reach out because I, I do talk about that all the time. I love it. Well, Annie, it's been so awesome getting to know you and uh, hacking into your resource and your brain there and all the experiences you've had. Um, I think this is really good. It's um, shed a bit of light on uh, this topic for our parents. And uh, I know if you're out there, parents, and you're uh, struggling or you have some questions or you're just not sure how to navigate things in your household right now, please reach out to Annie. Annie is amazing. And, And you can find out more information about Annie plus our podcast at Annie amhenderson.com and any any last words for our parents anywhere else you want to send them to find out more information yeah um gosh last words just know that there's always more growth to do right there's never a final checkpoint like i've i've made it i'm the best right because our kids <laughs> <What>? keep growing <laughs> right my daughter's 14 now this when she turns 15 it'll be the first time i parent a 15 year old so i'm going to have to keep growing and make sure that i w- i will sneak this in um just because other people say this is their experience doesn't mean it has to be yours. So when people are like, Oh, watch out. She's a teenager. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> We're going to have our own experience. And, and it, she's just been uh, amazing and, and growing as well. So she's very grounded. So just claim your own experience. Don't just take what other people tell you. And maybe if they've had a rough time, that that has to be your own. Mm-hmm. I love that advice because we just had Nellie on the show uh, a few episodes ago and Nellie has four teenage daughters right now and she's having a great time parenting them. <sighs> Whereas like when she had them at birth, they were all like, oh my God, we just, we'll have to tell they become teenagers, right? So, right. Yes. I love that. You know, your experience is your own unique thing. You're a unique person. Your kids are unique. You're going to have, you're going to navigate your own, your own unique um, story, right? So mm-hmm. I think that's great. All right. Great advice. I love it. And uh, don't forget to check out Annie's podcast coming out loved and supported. And it's on iTunes and everywhere available to listen to podcasts. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Annie. We'll have a great rest of your day. And Blissful Parents, be sure to check out Annie's information and resources at AnnieMHenderson.com. All right. Until next thank time. You much. Thanks so much, Annie. And Blissful Parents, both are have a wonderful rest of your day. Be blissful and uh, reach out if you need some support. Thank you for listening to the Blissful Parent Podcast. For complete transcriptions of this show, as well as helpful links to resources mentioned in this episode, please visit our website at theblissfulparent.com. Thank you.